0: Hello and a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. This week I am the guest on the show. I was interviewed for the Knowing Me Glowing You podcast with Abigail James and she asked me lots of questions about face yoga, how it works, the science behind face yoga. We also talked a lot about work-life balance, being a mother, having a business. So I just knew that you guys would absolutely love to listen to this chat that we have had. And many of you know Abigail James anyway. She's been on my podcast a few times, which is always lovely. We get on so well. We have so much in common. But I know that many of you will be following her on Instagram anyway, because she's a facialist and she gives amazing skincare tips and natural wellness advice as well. So before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to remind you of my two books, Daniel Collins Face Yoga and the Face Yoga Journal. So both of them are available all good bookstores and on Amazon. And if you haven't got these two, make sure you have both of them. They are both packed full of over 50 face yoga techniques, but they both have so much wellness advice in them as well. Lots and lots of advice on skin and on feeling good from the inside out. So go and grab your copies of those if you haven't already got them. They're great to have as a quick reference and as a really good motivation for you to do your face yoga. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode where I am the guest and I'm interviewed by the lovely Abigail James.
1: Danielle Collins is a name and face that you might recognise if you are into your holistic skincare. She is also known as the face yoga expert. Danielle is known the world over, teaching millions of people through her online business, both people at home and those who want to become a certified face yoga expert. She's appeared on many TV shows, including This Morning. We first connected a few years ago on social media and have remained in touch since. So, Danielle, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me, Abigail. I'm so excited for your podcast. I know you've been wanting to do this for a while, so it's amazing that you're you're doing this and I know it's going to be so successful.
1: Thank you. Well, I have obviously been on your podcast. What I love about Danielle actually, and we, we're going to dive into this, is as much as she's this holistic well being person, she's just a badass businesswoman and multifaceted across your business, business model. So we're going to dive in a little bit about that. But what I love to ask my guests first is, in your own words, a little bit about your own career and journey. I'd love to hear that.
0: Yeah, so my journey started about 19 years ago. I was 21. I'd just left university and I knew I always wanted to teach. I did my degree in education, but I became really unwell. First, I got glandular fever and then it led to ME and I was pretty much housebound and bedridden. Prior to that, I wasn't into anything holistic, anything yoga, anything to do with looking after my health. I was very much a stressed person, burning the candle at both ends. And this left me with this illness, which was overwhelming fatigue, a lot of pain throughout my body. And really there wasn't a solution that the doctors could give me for it. So this is when I sort of took matters into my own hands and someone suggested I try a bit of yoga. Now i would never even heard of yoga before. And I remember getting, uh, you know, an old VHS videotape of yoga and I would just do what I could in bed because really it was only very gentle sort of breathing I could do and gentle stretching. And that really started my journey to healing myself from the inside out. And I would draw on lots of different modalities, meditations, visualizations, affirmations. I started to make changes in my diet. I started to make changes in my lifestyle overall. And then I started to draw on the expertise of other experts, acupuncturists, life coaches, massage therapists, and I started to really become healthier and stronger than I ever had before. And within 18 months, I was really the strongest, healthiest version of myself, and I knew that there must be so many other people out there who want to either overcome a similar illness that I have been through or they just wanted to feel healthier and happier using these quite simple but really effective techniques which I had used. So the first training I did was in relaxation therapy. I went on then and did my training as a yoga teacher. I did some training in nutrition, in life coaching. I did training in face massage, lots of different modalities. Started originally teaching a lot of yoga and meditation and relaxation classes. Now, if we go back sort of 17 years ago, the skincare industry and the wellness industry was very different from what it is now. And I remember teaching my yoga classes in particular, and so many women were coming up to me and going, Danielle, you know, I'm coming to your yoga twice a week, my body's toning up, I feel so much calmer in my mind, I feel so much better, I wish you could do something for my face, I wish you could give me similar exercises for my face and i remember when i trained as a yoga teacher thinking how crazy is it that we learn everything about the body as a yoga teacher we learn how to lift and tone muscles we learn how to relax tension in muscles we learn all about the systems of the body, but nothing about the face area. So I had that in the back of my head. I was always interested in the face. That's why I did a little bit of additional training then in facial massage. And as lovely as it was being sort of hands-on, and occasionally I would do sort of hands-on facial massages for my clients, you know, they would book additional sessions with me. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to combine all of this. And I wanted to give it to people in a package that they could do on themselves every day, because we all know the benefits of doing yoga or of having facial massages. But often, this can be maybe once a week, maybe once a month, maybe once every three months. And I wanted it to really be so accessible for everybody. So I started to draw on my trainings, of course, but I did a lot of research, particularly into tech, techniques which have been used for thousands of years in yoga, in Ayurveda, in traditional Chinese medicine, in shiatsu, and started to put together the Danielle Collins Face Yoga method. And I think one of the most important parts of really honing my method and putting it together was actually trialing on my clients. So I was teaching yoga classes and I'd do some face yoga at the end and i do little focus groups and I'd make my, my yoga clients CDs and they'd go away and they do the face yoga and they do before and after pictures. So all of this was so important because it gave me an idea of what techniques really worked, what people really liked, any issues or problems that people were having in terms of how they fitted it into their time, how they fitted it into their day. And that really helped me to build this method. And then now, 17 years later, I've been very lucky to be teaching this all around the world. Um, I've written two best best-selling books. As you said earlier, I train people to be face yoga teachers. So we have thousands of teachers of my method all around the world. But most of all, I I just love helping people to feel empowered to have i guess really the power in their own hands to look and feel the best version of themselves and as you probably know from what i do i'm never about going let's look younger or let's be you know 21 again or you know let's take 20 years off our face actually what i want to do is i want to allow people to look and feel the best version of themselves for the age that they, they are i'm 40 and i just want to look the healthiest and most glowing i can for 40 you know I'm not trying to look 20 and that's something which I feel really really passionate about and I've been really blessed this year because I've been able to take what I've been doing for the last 10 years of training people to be face yoga teachers to the next level and I've set up um, my lovely new venture which is called Soul Purpose Business so I'm doing a lot of business coaching for women in wellness so lots of yoga teachers and face yoga teachers and holistic therapists who want to learn how to market themselves and actually how to grow their brand and business in a really soulful, conscious way in this sort of new paradigm, I believe that we're living in where we can do business so differently.
1: Wow! Well, firstly, so with all of that, because there's so much that I could dive into, but I suppose I want to dive into a, a personal question for you, because all that sounds incredible and amazing And you were obviously on your own healing journey and this is what developed. I know from running a business, it can be 24 seven. How do you manage that now with where your journey was starting from of your healing and finding that inner balance and things? How do you manage that now with this immense business and platform that you've created?
0: One thing I've really realized for me is it's very much about work-life integration rather than work-life balance. I think as soon as I threw that idea out the window and actually started to think how can I do things a little bit differently because really what I do and what I teach comes from so deep within me from my heart and my soul that actually it's very difficult for me to separate okay so this is my work hours and this is why I mustn't think about work at all. now don't get me wrong. I'm really um, in. I'm really strict, actually, about you know, like t- I turn my phone off at seven o'clock every night, and it doesn't go back on usually till the kids have gone to school about eight o'clock in the morning the next day. So actually, things like that, I will often take. Fridays off, and I will look at nothing to do my business all day on a Friday. So there's lots of things which I do where I physically do take time off. However, what I try and do is I try and think how can I make my work as fun as possible and sort of integrate my life and work. Like so, for example, yesterday I had to prepare for a podcast. It was such a beautiful morning. I made a smoothie and I did a lovely walk in nature on my own countryside. And I was just thinking, okay, what do I want to do on this podcast? What do I want to? say how am I going to do it I was making notes on the notes app on my phone as I went I came back I sat in the garden I then wrote the notes out for that you know so these are just little examples of how I really just try and make my work as fun as possible rather than thinking I'm gonna to have to sit at a desk all day now and it's a beautiful sunny day outside and then at six o'clock I'm going to turn everything off and I'm not going to think about work again I often find that my best ideas come when I'm off and I'm relaxed so like I say you know for me. I will very often take a Friday off completely, but although I'm not actually physically working on my business there, I'm finding that my mind is sort of coming up with the best ideas. I've got that creative space, so that's really important for me as well. But it is a constant juggling act, you know. Let let's be real about it. I've got two children, you know, one just turned six last week, one's nine, so they're little, and actually, a huge part of my business success has been while they're little. But they are also my first priority you know i don't have family close by i don't have a nanny so i do all of these things myself and that's what I want to do you know I want to be there for my children I want to put them as first priority so also you know again it's work-life integration it's how can I integrate my my work around my life and my life around my work really so I wish I had sort of a magic formula but really it's just every day just thinking how can I make my life feel as relaxed as possible today how can I make as big impact as possible on people within my workspace and how can I be there for my children as much as I can and then I always try and integrate as much self-care as I can throughout my day as well that's really important and that's something which I learned having that chronic illness at 21 all these years later I still know that I have to always look after myself I overcame the illness and I've been very lucky that I haven't had it again and I haven't had symptoms of it again but I also know that I am a highly sensitive person I've been reading a lot about highly sensitive people over the last couple of years and I definitely am so my body gives me any signs or signals very very quickly when things are out of balance so I'm also really aware that you know I can't burn the candle at both ends like I did post you know pre-21 you know now I really have to
1: each day look after myself in the best way that I can. So I think a key thing from what you've just shared is firstly you you I don't know whether it's just your aura or how you come across you just seem that there's a calmness to how you're approaching things, and you don't seem to be that person who has way too many tabs open in their brain, or even if you do, you've managed these boundaries to to help you cope with those kind of things and I can imagine that even just that calmness and togetherness, because I'm like, if I was on a walk in the morning thinking, right, I'm going to prep for a podcast, I'm going to be like, oh God, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and oh God, I haven't done this. It's
0: funny as you say that, last week I said the exact sentence to my husband, I feel like I have hundreds of tabs
1: open in my head.
0: It's so funny. You
1: are like us. You are absolutely (laughs) brilliant, amazing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I have, and I think that's the thing. I am a multitasker and I I have to be. There are lots of tabs open for sure, but I try my best to stay as present as possible. And I try my best just to have space. And for me, one of the key things is alone time. That's where I really thrive. So for example, we're going um, down to Devon for 10 days from Thursday which is so lovely. But I also know for me, sometimes that can feel a little bit of a challenge because actually we are all together as a family all the time and not having alone time for me is often really difficult because I find that like, it's like everything builds up and builds up and I start to feel my stress levels then going up. But if I can just take a little bit of time out, so I'll try and make sure whilst we're down there that actually I am maybe going along the walk by myself or I'm going and doing a little bit of yoga or I'm taking something each day and that's how I decompress so that's really key for me and I think it's just as an individual working out what you need for me it's alone time for someone else it might be something else it might actually be that they need to connect with somebody and talk with someone and that's how they decompress and that's how they relax so you know the more we can understand ourselves as individuals I think the happier and healthy we can be
1: I think you possibly speak for every single mother on the planet of when we're on holiday, I need some fucking alone time.
0: (laughs) I call it making memories now, not a holiday, because it's so funny. We come back from a holiday... People say, Are you lovely and refreshed from your holiday? Are you really relaxed from your holiday? But also, my business doesn't stop running as well. So it's not like I'm racing around my laptop on the beach all day by any means. But what I'll probably do over those 10 days is every other day, I'll probably sit down and have to do maybe two or three hours work. And actually, that's what I've decided is best for me. I could take the whole 10 days off completely, but actually, the build up at the end is not so good for me, you know, because I'm not an all or nothing person. I never have been. I prefer to do a little bit throughout my holiday and then have time and space when i come back as well each day to have a little bit of time to do yoga each day or go for my walk each day rather than do no work for 10 days then come back and just be run off my feet for the 10 days that i'm back
1: home because actually the stress that you can feel when you come back if you do totally switch off it's like, oh my goodness i'm so relaxed and then as soon as you've opened the laptop it's as if you haven't been away at all and it, th- that that extreme isn't probably healthy for us. Yeah, so I I think that's a really lovely, lovely way of looking at holidaying in a more balanced way. Um, So thank you for sharing that. So I suppose one of the questions I get asked a lot because of what I do with face massage, and I would love to know your explanation of this. What is the similarities and differences between face yoga and face massage?
0: Yeah, so face yoga or the Daniel Collins face yoga method, which obviously I created sort of 17 years ago, is a combination of facial exercises. So with some muscles, we want to tone them and lift them through the exercises, facial massage acupressure, so applying pressure to certain points in the face. Relaxation, because actually we need to learn to consciously relax certain areas of the face, particularly areas we tend to overuse or hold a lot of tension in. And then the well-being as well and the wellness. So my method is very holistic. Now the word yoga means yoking together or union. And that's exactly what my method is. It's really a union of a whole combination of modalities and techniques brought together. And all also, I come from a yoga background. So for me, you know, face yoga just felt right in terms of what I call my method, You know, it's taking everything that I've learned in my training and my many, many years of teaching yoga and taking all of those philosophies and actually applying them to the face.
1: Do you come across any other common questions that the listeners might also be thinking?
0: Questions I probably personally get asked the most is my age, which is obviously 40, whether I've ever had any Botox or fillers, which I haven't, I've never had any at all. Always questions about toning up a double chin. That seems to me a huge question that I get really, really regularly. And I'm always really realistic when it comes to that. Because the thing that I always say, and it's exactly the same when it's yoga for the body, we can't just pick an area of the face and burn fat from that one area of the face you know that's just impossible to do if we want to reduce fat then it's actually about reducing fat in the the face and the body overall through sensible weight loss through healthy eating and through healthy exercise what we can do when it comes to this area underneath the chin, so the double chin area, is we can tone and lift some muscles, absolutely. We can do some lovely facial massage for that area, which is going to help reduce perhaps fluid retention in that area. Um, It's gonna help with the lymphatic drainage there. We're gonna help boost the circulation there. So there's certainly techniques we can do. But that's something which I say with all of my techniques. You know, Actually, you need to be doing it regularly. And you need to be doing that combination of the massage and also the wellness as well. So often we need to look at our lifestyle. So you can do all the face yoga, all the facial massage in the world, and you can do it every single day. But if you're not actually looking at what's going on in the inside, then you're never going to get the results you want. So I'm a great believer in also saying things like, actually, we need to be drinking lots of water. Often it is the simple things like drinking lots of water. We need to be looking at healthy eating. We need to be sleeping well. We need to be reducing our stress. You know, all those boring things, which you think, really, do they make a difference? They absolutely do. So, you know, I am often asked, you know, how do I get quicker results from face yoga? And really, it isn't a quick fix. You know, do it regularly. It's absolutely key. But actually looking at what you're doing in the other sort of 23 and a half hours of the day, even if you are doing 30 minutes of face yoga every day.
1: And what about any science behind face yoga? Because I was on your website this morning, because if you're into your skincare and, you know, aging well and all that kind of business, now people want science or research. And I know I get comments from people on social media if I'm sharing a face massage and they will purposely go yeah but where's the research and there's this slightly underlying attitude of yeah you don't know what you're talking about you know this is where's the science I'd love to know your input and thoughts on that
0: Well, there's a few things on that. Firstly, unfortunately, there's not as much research as we would like done on face yoga and facial massage. Often when it comes to studies, there needs to be a reason to put the financial backing behind it. And actually at the moment, there's not as many as I would like there to be. I'm hugely confident if whoever they are put a lot of money into research when it comes to the benefits of face yoga and facial massage, the results would be fantastic. I mean, there was a really great study by Northwestern University in the US who did a study of a group of participants of women 45 to 65 I believe it was they did face yoga every day for 30 minutes a day over 20 weeks and it was actually shown that they look three years younger as a result so they were assessed by high-tech skin machines by dermatologists by doctors given their own feedback as well so that was a really key study and that was wonderful I was also part of a study on a BBC show called Twin Institute. And there were two doctors who were twins. And one of them went and got what they call a vampire facial. And one of them did my face yoga every day for a month. Now, they were both then assessed before and after by a dermatologist and one of these amazing high-tech skin machines that can actually check everything, your, your collagen and elastin, you know, how your skin's looking, how it's aged, all the rest of it. And at the end of the study, and by the way, I didn't know the results of this study until it aired on the BBC. So I was thinking, OK, so face yoga is going up against something which costs a £1,000. You know, face yoga really can be done for free. And it's quite a sort of a, a high-tech treatment. You know, it's obviously involving needles. Now, I'm pretty confident on face yoga, but I was anxious about it. Anyway, the twins then got assessed at the end. It was shown that the twin that went and got the vampire facial looked two years old older after doing it two years older and the twin that did the face yoga looked one year younger in a month one year younger so that was amazing i was lying in bed with my husband watching this tv show twins tissue not knowing what the result was going to be and i literally jumped out of bed i was like "Yeah!" <laughs> so that study was you know really great as well and to be aired on the bbc and to be done by two doctors was fantastic and there's been lots of other little mini studies as well in my face over teacher training course when you do that you learn about all the small little studies so there's certain studies on the benefits of acupressure which is of course a key part of my method and certain benefits about facial massage and how this can help sort of alleviate certain pain how it can help with certain boosting circulation. So there's lots of little studies. And of course, things like breath work and relaxation are really key in my work as well. There's many, many small studies about the benefits of deep breathing and a lot of the wellness and meditation techniques that I teach. Um, So there is science out there. Absolutely. I would like there to be a lot more, but something which I've really learned over the years as well is we don't need to prove everything to everybody. What I do now is I very much try and speak to what I call my soulmate clients. So actually, if there's people who just feel that intuitively face yoga is right for them, they want to learn more about It they do it, they see the benefits, they feel good from doing it, then actually they're the right people to do it. You know, I'm not in a place where I'm trying to convince everyone in the whole population to do face yoga and this is the thing for them. Because actually, for 95% of people, it's probably not the right thing because actually, maybe they won't want to take the time each day to do it, it doesn't feel good for them, they don't believe in it enough. So, I've sort of left behind now that trying to convince people, yes, I love when scientific studies are done and I definitely use those as part of training courses that I do and I'll put them on my website for example because we all like that we all like to see a little bit of proof same goes for before and after pictures you know I have a few of those on my website but I always feel a bit funny about before and after pictures I must admit you know yes they are great for seeing the benefits but I never want anybody to look at a before picture recognize themselves in that before picture and saying you know is there something wrong with the way I look you Know, that lady had lines or wrinkles on her forehead beforehand now they're gone is there something bad about having lines or wrinkles on your forehead no there absolutely isn't and also I believe that before and after pictures in this day and age you know we know that people could go on an app and they could do it in seconds so actually there's a lot of skepticism when you put before and after pictures out even though they are really good and of course I would never you know change anything on an app so from my point of view I don't do a huge amount of before and after the pictures. And I think the thing that a photo never shows is what it's made somebody feel.
1: How do you personally feel about the aging process? Because you said you're 40? 40, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously a woman's physique, energy levels and all those, you know, we, we change throughout our lives. So, you know, I'd love if you could just share about your personal feelings on your body and looks and everything just just you know going through those those changes
0: well definitely at a sort of a deep soul level i believe that it's such a privilege to age we're so lucky i mean there's many people that haven't got to 40 and let's hope i get to 80 i'd love to live to 100 if i can and i believe if i'm able to do that that is absolutely a privilege. Now, as a woman, there are so many pressures when it comes to how we look, particularly as we get older. Now, if you add on to that a woman who is in the public eye, like I am, and if you add on to that a woman that's in the public eye talking about skin, showing their body often through what they do, there's another pressure to that. And then if you add on as well, a woman that does all of that, but doesn't go down the route of having any Botox or fillers or anything like that, there's another huge pressure. So I probably got about the maximum amount of pressure when it comes to how I look. Do I always look in the mirror and go, Danielle, you look fabulous today. You look amazing. No. I don't. There's plenty of mornings I wake up and I think, oh, you look so tired or, oh, look at these bags under your eyes or- oh, look at that stress line that's come between your eyebrows. Of course I do. That's completely normal. But I am lucky that I know these face yoga techniques and I know how to use these lovely facial tools and everything else. So I do feel like there's something I can do to empower myself to look good. But I also know that I am going to be aging in front of the camera. You know, I started doing things in front of the camera at sort of 25 years old, you know, and now 15 years later, people will be able to look back to things that I did when I was 20. 25, and you will see how I'm aging. If I continue to do this now for another 20 years, people will see my face aging. And like I say, particularly because I haven't gone down that route of the more invasive procedures, I will age. That is inevitable. But I hope that I can just look healthy, and glowing and hopefully I can teach people that isn't all about what we look like and I think it's easy to look at something that I do and what you do as well and think that we're just constantly saying aging is bad, lines and wrinkles are bad, we want you to look younger, this is what's important but for me face yoga is like a gateway to something much more important and much much deeper so yes it's great to do a a facial exercise to tone up a double chin but there's something deeper underneath that you know it's actually about taking that time for yourself learning how to breathe properly being in the present moment looking after yourself and having that as a, as a high priority knowing that the most important thing inside is feeling good and when we feel good we look good
1: i think there's so much wrapped up in in what you've just said cuz you know one of my questions to you was what does beauty mean to you but i think in everything that you've just said it is that confidence and that happiness and that, that self care, and it, it, it's all of those things together. So let's sway on to skincare. We've talked about, you know, physical massage and yoga techniques and things, but are there any desert island skincare products or beauty products that you just need in your life?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, I have to be a little bit biased because I've got an amazing range. I say a range, we've got two products in it so far called Fusion by Danielle Collins. So our moisturizing serum, which we've had for, gosh, about six years now, is, well, I'm lucky to say, you know, it's amazing how well it sells. And what's so great about it is you can use it as your like one-stop product. Some people use a couple of drops underneath the moisturizer, but most people will use it instead of a moisturizer often instead of a syrup, and it's organic and it's also accredited by the Soil Association as well. And it was made for us by an amazing skincare company and specialist here in the UK. And what I wanted is I wanted a product that you could use with face yoga so actually it gave you that glide it wasn't like a cream that just sunk into the skin really quickly and it wasn't like a serum that often goes into the skin quite quickly or gets quite sticky i wanted it to have an oil-like consistency but not be so heavy like an oil that you couldn't wear it throughout the day and your skin would look greasy or you'd have to wash it off afterwards so it's an amazing fusion between an oil and moisturizer and a serum hence the word <laughs> fusion and also fusion to me means bringing together the skin care, the face yoga, the wellness, and and the lifestyle as well. I use that twice a day. Um, I sort of go all the way down to sort of the bottom part of my chest with that. Um, Sometimes I use it on the back of my hands as well. It smells absolutely beautiful. Other products which I like, I've always been a real fan of Lizelle products, actually. I really do love the Lizelle Cleanse and Polish. I've used that for years. I love her hydrating toner. I use that or the Skin Tonic, I think it's called. That's gorgeous as well. Uh, I've always been a fan of Neil's Yard products, particularly for the body. I really, really enjoy those. I mean, like you, I get sent lots and lots of different products. And actually, sometimes it's the ones that are super, super expensive, which I use and I think, oh, do you know what? I'm not actually as keen on this. Sometimes it can be something which is really simple. Maybe it's made by a really small skincare company. You know, it's just a really natural product. Maybe not many people know about it. And I think, oh, actually, this is really lovely. I got sent an exfoliator for the face by a company called Amana. And that, for example, you know, it wasn't a company I'd ever heard of before. And I tried and I thought, actually, this is a beautiful product. You know, it smells gorgeous. It um, feels gorgeous on the skin. It exfoliates really, really nicely so you know it isn't always about the companies and brands that have got all the biggest advertising behind them i got sent to serum by lancome i can't remember which one it was but i believe it retails for over 150 pound it's very you know expensive and I wasn't usually keen on it. I used it once. It felt a little bit sticky. My skin is really prone to breakouts, So if I use anything which clogs my pores, that's no good for me. So I really need to be using products that are non, I can never say this, non-comedogenic. Comedogenic. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I need to always be doing that as well. I mean, I love skincare, but something which I've really learned for my skin is don't overload it with too many products. And don't just keep going, oh, today I'm going to use this, today. tomorrow I'm going to use that. Really just have a considered amount of products. Use those products. And then occasionally switch up, see how my skin responds to that. But just throwing on loads of stuff all the time for me. Just doesn't work. I really love Foreo, so I really love their little sheet masks they use on the UFO. I really love their Lunas for um,
1: exfoliating and washing the face. I must admit, I really like Neil's Yard body products. I think their body products are beautiful. And it doesn't surprise me that you personally didn't get on with Lancome. I think there's too many synthetics in it for you. Can you tell us a little bit about your sole purpose business? Because you've, I mean, as we've I know this about you, Danielle, but obviously the listeners have probably got a a grasp on the fact that you don't just know about what you're talking about. You have these just so many different business areas. And I know building up the online presence and having that online business was a shift for you that you consciously made from a physical in-person business and firstly that's a big thing to do it's a new business model for you at the time of doing it but then you've obviously gone through that process i'm pretty sure made some mistakes and (laughs) learnt along the way but you're you're now sharing your learnings i suppose to simplify it for other experts therapists yoga teachers uh so I'd love for you to share a little bit about about that. Yeah, so really it was my
0: intuition that just told me that it's the time to make this transition to sharing everything I know from a business point of view. I was naturally starting to do that more and more. I train people to be face yoga teachers. And now we have lots of what we call super trainers who do the trainings for me, but still I do train some people, which usually now for me just involves doing their sort of practical exam at, at the end of their training. But when I was doing that practical, Sam, I was getting more and more questions from our face yoga teachers when it came to marketing themselves, when it came to growing their business, asking, you know, how have I done it? So I had that in the back of my mind all the time anyway. But then intuitively, sort of ends of last year, I started to think, I need to be putting this in a course, I need to be teaching this in a more structured way. And I went into the beginning of this year, not even thinking that I was going to start this now, you know, I thought that this would be sort of way in the future. And then into January, I suddenly thought, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it now. And I'm going to set this up as a, a whole new business, you know, because actually my face yoga business is very established and I'm really lucky that it's grown to where it is. But actually, people that are interested in my face yoga are not always going to be interested in my business coaching. There will be some that are. So I decided okay, this is going to involve a whole new website, you know, whole new social media handles, whole new marketing. But I'm going to do this in a way that feels so deeply intuitive and so aligned from the beginning. So I'm not going to do it in a way that people think I should do it. I'm not going to do it in this what I call old paradigm of business. It's just about the hustle and the hard work. I'm going to do this in a way which lights me up and I'm going to connect with, as I said earlier, my soulmate clients, the people that really feel connected to me and I really, really feel connected to them. So, my first course, which I'm actually teaching at the moment, is called Be Your Own Brand. And basically, in essence, I want to teach people in 10 sessions what I've learned in 17 years of business. So, really, you know, my journey, and a lot of it is about marketing yourself through social media and other means. But also, we dive really deep into a lot of stuff when it comes to money mindset, money blocks that we have, you know. And actually, this is the first time I've really taught about money. But I think it's so important, particularly as women. And when I say talk about money, I'm not talking about spreadsheets or finances in that way. I'm talking about our beliefs about money and what we believe we deserve and how to manifest the success that we want. And I want people to that come on my course to really finish it, believing they can be healthy and wealthy. You know, in essence, that's what I want for people, because I absolutely believe as women, we can empower ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves but we also deserve wealth as well. And I think for lots of reasons, we're taught that there's something wrong with that. So I really want to sort of break through that barrier. So this course, I'm halfway through at the moment teaching. I'm teaching it with a wonderful group of women live, but it's relaunching again, September 13th of this year, 2022. And it is a self-study course. So it's a 10 session course, which you can do in your own time at your own pace. And you can learn everything about growing and scaling your business. So really it is for women who love wellness, who want to grow their business. So they don't necessarily have to be in the wellness industry. We do have some people which are not in the wellness industry, but they want to grow their business really consciously, really soulfully. They want to put their wellness as a high priority. Well, they want to put their clients and customers wellness as a high priority. They want to put people who work for them, employees as wellness as a high priority as well. And I'm really teaching people that you don't need to go through the hard grind, the hard hustle, feel burnt out in order to get success. is a different way to do it and you know it's wonderful to see already the people that are on this course how they started to shift their thinking how they started to shift the ways that they're marketing themselves how they're starting to do things which really light them up how they're starting to say no to things that don't light them up and open doors and make spaces to really doing things which are going to take them to their next level and grow them to the next goal so i'm loving it it really feels so so wonderful for me um, it was lovely at the beginning actually to just a little bit scared again you know because i think you can almost plateau a little bit um with what you do and just get really used to doing what you're doing feel really comfortable and i started to feel almost like a little bit nervous before i i got going with it now i'm in the flow of it it feels like i've always done it in many ways but that bit of nerves and that bit of excitement i think is good for us you know just to feel uncomfortable and to get out of that sort of comfort zone which is so easy to stay in for life really isn't it
1: Yeah, growth never comes out of stillness. Growth comes out of the uncomfortable. Uh, I've obviously made a note to be signing up for your your next course. (laughs) Just chatting with you, Danielle, I love even some of the wording that you use in your conversations, like things that light you up, connection, soul purpose, empowering mindset. Even just how you talk, there's just these positive words that naturally flow out of you. And I think that just kind of sums up, you know, Danielle Collins in a a nice little nutshell. And I just love your can do attitude, but without burning yourself out, which I think is quite refreshing. I know that there's a lot of people out there, whether it's the life coaches or things that you see on social media that you should be hustling and, but you you are hustling, but in a really mindful way. What's next for Danielle Collins?
0: I think to be more and more guided by what feels aligned, you know, going back to aligned and go back to sole purpose and what lights me up. I've really, and I don't know if it's since I turned 40 in February, but something has really shifted. I think definitely in the last six months or so for me, to actually say, you know, if it feels completely aligned, that's where I'm going to be my healthiest and wealthiest. When it doesn't feel completely aligned, if it feels a little bit, icky for me, it feels a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure if I really want to do that or am I doing that because someone else wants me to do that, then it's probably not going to be the right thing for me. So really for me, that's what I'm stepping into. Now, I do believe that my direction is going to continue to change. I feel like I'm going to be stepping lots more into my sole purpose business coaching and those offerings. And as I'm sharing my face yoga now, and and you may have noticed what I do, I'm starting to to bring in more and more other modalities into what I do. I've always brought in, you know, my yoga and my relaxation and my meditation, but I've recently done my training as a crystal bowl sound therapist. So I bring in the crystal bowls, which I'm absolutely loving. Last year I did my Reiki one and two training. So I'm bringing in a lot of Reiki and energy work into what I do as well. So I'm seeing that I'm going much more and I say much more down, I was going to say much more down a sort of holistic and spiritual route, but that's really where I start. The very first session I ever, ever taught when I started my business was called relaxation class and it was meditation, it was breathing. So in many ways, it's sort of full circle. And face yoga will always be a huge part and really the key part of what I do. But I'm bringing lots of other modalities into it. And really, for me, it's just about what lights me up? What feels good? And I just feel like I want to step more and more personally into a sense of freedom and flexibility. These are really high values within my life and within my business as well. So, the more freedom and flexibility I have from a personal point of view, that really lights me up, but also freedom and flexibility within my business to pivot and to change direction when it feels good for me. And that is scary. You know, I feel very at the moment called to sort of pivot again, really. And I I've done lots of pivots throughout my career where I haven't massively change direction in other people's eyes but in what I'm doing and and what I'm feeling I've sort of pivoted and I feel like I'm in the middle
1: of a pivot at the moment so I mean watch this space who knows what's going to happen I'm really excited for watching this space so I'm, I'm going to be watching with wide eyes and looking forward to your future of big things to come so Danielle, thank you so much for being a guest and so open and honest with this chat it's been an absolute pleasure
0: Thank you, Abigail. It's such a pleasure chatting to you. I'm always, always in awe of what you do. You've just got such an amazing presence about you, such an amazing aura about you. And I just feel very blessed to know you and to call you a friend. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga, or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogarexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you
1: again next time.